Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Hagi, a young, talented woman with a mild mental deficiency who lives with her mother, Sarah, a divorced mother, in a small town in the desert. Um, so that's, that's the main character, Hagi. And she, is part, she works part-time at a toilet paper factory and longs to be an ind- independent. Her mother, who gave up her dreams, works as a chambermaid in a hotel and her life is surrounded by basically taking care of her daughter, and hence the uh, the sort of the setup. It, she um, this is a terrific film. It's called uh, a wedding doll, and we're lucky enough to be joined by the director of the film, and that would be Nizan Galati. Nizan, welcome to film school. Hi, hi. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, and I did a really poor job of sort of explaining the story. Why don't, why don't you do a better job than I did? Because it, it, it's uh, there's. Go ahead, give us a sort of a summation of, of what of what uh, wedding doll is about. Well, I think in one line, it's a story about um, a, a special girl with special needs that uh, dreams to become independent and uh, strive for you know her freedom. Yeah. Um, she lives in a in a in in a southern city in the in the south of Tel Aviv. Uh, Right in the middle of the desert, um, and she works in a in a toilet paper factory, um, and secretly, without her mother' uh, knowledge, she's in love with uh, the son of the owners of of the factory, and dreams that one day maybe they'll be you know they'll um, they'll get married. Yeah, yeah. Well, t- tell me where the story came from. Well, it actually started a um, long time ago. I actually, um, my dream was, my first dream was kind of like, was, was to become a, um, uh, an actor. Mm-hmm. And um, I, after the army, I came to New York and I studied in the school, um, in Circle in the Square, a theater school, uh, trying to pursue my dream to become an actor. You know, I studied Shakespeare, Chekhov, and, uh, classical theater. And then um, when I finished school, unfortunately, the only part that I was um, called for is it's it's not politically to say, but uh, politically correct to say, but it's um, for part of of a terrorist, unfortunately, mm. because of my looks, because um, my background is uh, Yemenite, um, and uh, so it was kind of like you know I didn't want to do that. I wanted to do something that is more. Um, that has more meaning than just uh, playing um, that kind of characters. Uh, and um, I kind of like, you know, gave up on the dream to become an actor and move back to Israel and uh, with, uh, you know, trying to um, fulfill my biggest dream to become a director. For me, all the time, it seems so difficult because, you know, it's it just, it's, uh, to make films, uh, you, you know, it has to do with crew, big crews, and you know, mm. budgets and and all that. So it it, uh, it always seems so uh, difficult. And and um, so the first thing that I actually started to do is, is documentaries. Mm. But um, along along alongside the documentaries that I did, I did um, 
I started to do all these different shows, and one of the shows was uh, a street theater show where um, I had three women walking in the streets with uh, toilet paper rolls dresses, the same as uh, the dress that on the poster of the film mm-hmm. that uh, the main character uh, wears. And they were searching for a husband in the streets of, of Israel. And we took a lot of still photos. And one of the still photos stayed with me for almost 10 years, um, just, you know, in my mind and, and literally in, in, in my drawer. And I knew that one day I'm going to do something with it. And I'm and um, and and then that's how I started. I started thinking about who's going to wear that dress, who, where, where would she work, uh, what kind of a girl is she, and uh, so it was. Um, um, that, that's that's basically how I started working on that film and writing the script. At what point did you make the decision to introduce this sort of this element in her character? It's referred to in the in the notes as uh, a mental deficiencies. What 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 was sort of the process? What were you thinking about when you introduced that as part of the of uh, Hajit's uh, character? Well, I I knew that you know in order to wear this you know special weird dress, you've got to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I looked for you know I I think that from like when I started writing, I didn't even think about. Like I didn't, I I knew that a little bit about CP, so it was the easiest way to, uh, um, um, to uh, and also I knew that CP could be in different levels, so that's why I chose mm-hmm. CP, and uh, because uh, she's you know she's slightly you can't I really wanted uh, when when you watch her on the screen that it's going to take you some time to understand what exactly her special needs are and what's what's her what what in a way what's why is she different mm-hmm. what, what makes her different mm-hmm. um and so that's that's what i chose and i think that you know when you write the script you don't like it was more i had it in my mind character so i only did the research after mm-hmm. um yeah well she she's uh there is uh, um with that element in for me as the viewer there's sort of you introduce immediately into her into the character my perception of her as a degree of innocence and maybe some naivete as well but there's yeah. a, there's a there's a vulnerability that's introduced into the story by virtue of this particular characteristic of her and um yeah. and she comes off as as an innocent uh you know who is who has has fallen in love is that too strong a word with someone oh, no, no. yeah she, she's, she, she's, yeah, yeah definitely yeah she's fallen in love with uh, the son of the owner of the place where she works a toilet paper uh factory it's it's not a factory it's more of an well i guess what would you call it? it's a, it's a business that they, they and they they oh, no, sort no, it's of they, a small it's a small family uh, they, toilet paper factory yeah, they, yeah okay factory and um yeah. and so and there's that element this this love that she has she is also um, quite a, quite an artist in the sense that she creates these doll figures uh, with these dresses uh, that she has designed uh, in uh, the, out of the toilet paper that she uses as material. They're quite they're quite beguiling, if you will. I really was taken with the those uh, the those uh, those little. Uh, Actually, I I must uh, I tell I have to tell you that I made them. 
Well, so, you did. I'm, I'm really proud of those dolls, so I'm happy that you like them. Yeah, they were. They're and again, they sort of uh, they, they they reinforce this notion of a woman who is um, charming and 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 just just a, this innocence about her and this sort of optimism that she continues to have uh, throughout the film, and then the introduction of her her mother who cares deeply about her. And is looking out for yeah. her. So there's a, there's a lot of different elements in terms of the people that are impacting her life and the way it plays out in the film. Um, tell me a little bit about the sort of bringing in on these different elements uh, is sort of part of the part of the making of Wedding Doll. Um, it was uh, it, first of all, it was a long process because mm-hmm. um, you know in Israel we have uh, you know foundations and. You have to apply, and uh, there's not a lot of money to, uh, in order, you know, to give to films. So the competition is very difficult. So um, it all started from from a short film that I actually wrote. It was a sh- there was a short version of it, uh, and I submitted it to um, uh, Karen Makor, who's uh, one of the foundations in Israel, and um, they loved the script. And but they all they when they read it, they said, "Look, you know, we feel that you need to." extend it and to make it into a, a, a longer version. Mm-hmm. So I started writing that. And then the whole process was, I, most of the time I spent, you know, on trying to raise money for it. Um, mm-hmm. um, in terms of the creation of the script, I think that it's those things that, you know, you don't, it, it's funny because when you look back at it, you, I can't pinpoint what's, what, what, why exactly it's the, toilet paper factory and what's the reasons and where did I have this idea? I just know that it comes from, you know, all like a personal life, you know, your your moment in life. Because uh, I just, you know, when talking about the film, I remember that after the army I worked, uh, no, before the army I worked in a uh, toilet paper factory. You did? Okay. And uh, okay. I remember how I was so, so depressed by doing, you know, this job because it was there was no um, creativity in it, and and I think that that's why you know for me uh, the character of Hakit, she's like, in order for her to find something that would keep her motivated, she needs to be creative. So she looks at the paper to- paper um, uh, toilet paper roll in a different way from what we look. So mm-hmm. that's why she's doing all these you know dolls because it's it's. The, she gives it another dimension for, you know, just the the the, the casual uh, kind of like boring um, uh, act that she has to do in the factory again and again and again. And I think that all these things, you know, they they all came to the story. Also, you know, ten years ago we discovered that my brother um, suffers from post trauma disorder. Mm. And uh, from uh, um, he's uh, serving during his serving uh, in the army, mm-hmm. um, and um, that also had a lot of influence on, on the script because when we discovered it, it was um, like we didn't know how to how to deal with that. Especially my father, who was on one hand very protective, on the other hand he was fighting for for my brother's recognition in front of the government uh, to recognize him as a a post-trauma disorder um, uh, that he suffers from post-trauma disorder. So, and 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 the things that you would hear that my brother would say, you know, uh, that he wants to get married, and whenever he um, goes to date and date women, 
uh, and when he uh, comes to the point when he has to tell them that uh, uh, he has post-traumatic disorder, the next day they would disappear. Mm-hmm. So these things really, all of them, all, all of this is influence, uh, had an influence on the script that I wrote, I think. And That's kind a- of like, um, um, you know, gave the, the soul of the script. Uh, we were just, uh, I was just talking about the script and, and how, what a gentle spirit it has. Uh, oftentimes films that deal with the subjects that you were talking about in this film can, um, the, the peripheral characters can become sort of, um, obnoxious to the point of violence against these characters, you know, in, in relation to the, the characters that they're, that are not, um, this dealing or that are dealing with mental issues. It does not do that. There is some degree of taunting involved but at the at the end of the day it it's a it's a really beautifully scripted uh and well acted film that i and i want to let our listeners know that it is the recipient of uh first of all one uh best at the uh, jerusalem film festival it won best actress best first film best israeli film and then, if I butcher this, is it the Ophir Awards for the Ophir Ophir Awards? Ophir, which is which is the equivalent for the like the Oscars here. Okay, the Israeli Oscars. Best, yeah, the Israeli Oscars. Best film, best director, best actress. Oh no, 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 no! It got it got nine nominations. Oh, nominations! I wish I wish we do we, that we get best uh, film, but we got best actress for Moan um, Rosenblatt who um, uh, played Chagit, and yeah. we got best costume. Okay. And um, lately, we just got another two awards. Uh, we got the um, Moran one, um, Best Actress in uh, Mons Film Festival. It's a love film festival in Belgium. Mm-hmm. And we got the Audience Award um, at the Paris-Israeli Paris Film Festival. Well, excellent. That's great to hear and well-deserved. And I, I, we really Thank haven't... You. Yeah, and we really haven't really singled out Moran uh, Rosenblatt, as, who plays... Hagi, uh, who's terrific. She's she the ability to be able to embody all of the different things that are asked of her in this film. She does a terrific job, and uh, I thank you. Yeah, I think she's amazing. Uh, it was it, it was an unbelievable. You know, you know, I, I research uh, and search for for the for the girl for so long because you know she kind of like carries the film, and I knew on her shoulders, and I knew that she needs to be. Um, amazing, not less than that, and um, it was it was a, a search for almost like a, a whole year where I met all, all almost all the Israeli actresses in, in, around her age, and Moran came just like four months before the shooting, and I remember like I don't do auditions, I meet the the, the actors and we talk, and then at, at some point we start to um, uh, read the script and. Um, when I spoke to, you know, when I talked to all the girls who I met, I said, you know, that I'm not looking for, uh, you know, an actress that's going to play Chagit. I'm, I'm looking for an act, rather, you know, I'm looking for an actress that would, would be Chagit, you know, um, mm-hmm. that would find the natural, um, uh, would find the, the, how would you say, like a, a natural way of, mm-hmm. of being Chagit. And, uh, and when Moran came, it was like, uh, it, it was just unbelievable because I was shivering when she did it. it. She was so natural, and she was able to find, you know, um, the the she was able to find the disability of her of as if she was a disabled um, um, girl. Mm-hmm. So it was a, an amazing. Um, 
amazing moment to to see you know to see the character in front of you right well and i i, I agree i the the uh, the word that i would use to describe uh the aspects of her performances she plays this without guile she she the, the it's you're right this natural sort of natural inhabiting the character i i, I always felt that while she didn't overplay her the intellectual dis uh, disability if you were dis deficiency she didn't oh, there was that was not overplayed and i think that's a collaborative collaborative effort between you and her in sort of finding that the the outer edges of where you want her to be in playing that particular role and that's a tough that's a tough line to find and i, I think you did a very good job and she, she did as well in finding Thank you. yeah in, in being able to feel like this is a woman in of the world who's out trying you know she's she's working she's interacting with a lot of different people and not the least of which is a, a terrific uh, love story that uh, or that is unfolding in front of us and uh Omri is the character i believe uh played by Roy Ossoff and uh yeah. he is uh, again it's very it's believable it's it, it is a believable situation that we find uh these two characters in um uh, he has a genuine affection for her um, but there are all these kind of outside social pressures on him, and he has to kind of figure out how to how to navigate all of it. Um, I I thought it just it's a sensitive film. I wouldn't, yeah. I mean, it's a sensitive portrayal on all of the parts of the people. Uh, we have, her mother does a great job. Sarah Sarah played by Asi. Yeah, Levy. she's amazing, Asi. Yeah, 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 she's terrific. Was uh, a a well known actress in Israel who won lots of awards, and she's actually got an award. In uh, for the film at uh, the Jerusalem Film Festival, and also got a nomination for the equivalent for the Oscars as well. Well, well, terrific. Well, you, I oh my God, you must just be walking on clouds. This film has really taken, uh, um, been embraced by the, by the uh, Israeli um, audiences and and uh, in the Academy. Um, so, c congratulations to you on that. Yeah, thank you so much, and and we actually also are traveling the world, which is like the you know an unbelievable experience, and to see you know to meet the audiences all over the world is yeah. just uh, and such a, um, a memorable moment. You know, it's like you never when you make films, you don't you don't know you don't think about it of what will happen with your film, and when things like that happen, you're you can just say you know. I say thank you every day, you know, <laughs> 700 times, I think. Yeah. Just uh, a joy. Now, are you in town? I know it's opening at the Lemley Monica Theater t tonight. Are, are you in L.A.? Um, unfortunately, I'm in New York because okay. we're also opening here, okay. so I can't um, be in L.A. Um, I think it's also opening on the Lemley at the, at the Valley. Okay. So I hope that people are going to go and see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because um, I, I would love them to, you know, to share the film with them. Yes. Well, I, I think you'll, I think you will. Uh, it, I, I think it's a, it's a very strong body of work, and uh, across the board, the writing, the directing, and the acting is—they're all very good and uh, deserve to be seen. And um, my, my best to you. Uh, my best to you Thank in New, you so in, much. in New York, and then here in, in, on the on the West Coast, and. As I always tell my audiences, go see these uh, films in the first weekend because all the... Oh, that's very important because yeah. we're a small film and yeah. it's a small distribution. Uh, yeah. uh, it's outside of pictures uh, yeah. and strand releasing that are so amazing that yeah. they took the film. Um, 
Um, you know, Paul, the distributor, are just doing their best uh, to give, you know, those uh, small films a chance to yeah. um, uh, meet the audience. So mm-hmm. it's very important that during the weekend people are going to come because that's going to be the, you know, uh, kind of like the decision maker for if, if the film is going to go wider. Get, yeah. Yeah, wider. Yeah. It, now, um, just because people are listening online, it, in New York, where is it opening? Um, at the Village East Cinema. Oh, terrific! That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Yeah. Well, I got to run. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm okay. So, uh, and uh, I want to thank you again, Anissa Angelotti. Thank the, you so much. The film is Wedding Doll, and it's playing at the Lemley Monica, and also in, I'll, I'll find out in the Valley. I'll put it. I'll post it at the website as to where it is uh, as well here, and at the Village East uh, in New York City. Uh, all the best. I will hopefully. I look forward to uh, more work from you, and I hope you can come back and join us again. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.